You're listening to the Living BDSM Podcast. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the there's not enough caffeine for today. John Brown's No, there isn't. No. There was not a lot of sleep had prior to, mm-hmm. on the night of, prior to recording Prior to this. recording, correct. Yeah. Now, we time travel when we do these things. So by the time you can hear this, we might be wide awake and have had multiple nights of decent sleep. But as that hasn't happened yet right. <laughs> in our adult lives, probably not. Well, the uh, patron Q&A will be the time to ascertain that. Yeah. By by Saturday. By Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. That's not what we're here to talk no. about. This week, what we're actually doing is we're answering a question from a possible switch, meaning they think they might be a switch, who wonders if dominance could be an outlet for their anger. Mm. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time here, we help kingsters like you have happy, healthy power exchange relationships. You can add the podcast to your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And if you'd like us to answer one of your questions in a future episode, we have a contact page called Ask Your Questions on our website at lovingbdsm.net and in the show notes for this episode. Okay, let's get into the question. All right. I'm a submissive, but I may be a switch. I am an angry individual, and I was wondering if this correlates to being a dom in any way. I don't think I have any desire to bring someone pleasure through pain. I may just have pent up rage that I don't know what to do with. I'm sure if it was in a safe and controlled setting, I could use BDSM as an outlet. Is this what dominance is for some people? Mm, Okay, Um, I'm gonna start with saying, I know for myself, anger does not play a part in our dominance or in our S&M play. Right, sadism, masochism. Right. Here's the thing, if you're angry, the thing about dominance is about control and power. Right. If you can maintain self-control and you can somehow guarantee that, which that's not necessarily a thing that can be guaranteed, but Mm -hmm. you can guarantee that. If I squint real hard, maybe I could see an argument being made to express anger through dominance. However, I think the vast majority of people, especially somebody who would say, I think I'm an angry person and I have, what was it, pent up rage? Pent up rage has, in my opinion, has not a thing to do with self-control. Pent, I mean, not letting your rage explode, that's Mm self-control. But if you would describe your anger as pent up rage, the, the fear I would have is that the moment you release it, that self-control it, evaporates. It, the self-control evaporates and, and then the rage takes control. Right. Um, and that is not safe for anybody No, it, it, it is not. Um, there have been a couple times when anger has taken the forefront in me uh one time most notably was right after my sister died mm, several years ago yeah. several years ago we were doing a scene and and we were at the club and and i felt that anger bubbling up to the surface mm-hmm. and it was at that point i called the scene and stopped it mm-hmm. you know the, the the things that we do in and of themselves in in a perfect world carry risks mm-hmm you bring anger into that and that risk increases whether it's it's part of you know pain play or or anything else um even in in the dominant side in the power exchange aspect Mm -hmm. um you know we are human beings okay first and foremost over our roles as as dominant submissive i do not punish out of anger 
there have been times I have been angry. It, it happens. We are sure. who we are. Um, I get angry. You get angry. Everybody gets angry at some point. But when it comes down to the power exchange, anger should not play an aspect on that. And even then at those times when, when I have felt myself getting angry, um, like I said, I do not punish out of anger. There have been times I was like, okay, I need to calm down. Mm -hmm. I need to step back, catch my breath, and then we will talk about this right. at a later time. There have been times you have been upset. You have been angry. And I was like, mm, I think we need to step back. You need to calm down and we need to, you know, right. come at this in a more rational mindset. That's the thing. In anger, we are able to express our anger, as Dom and Sav. Mm -hmm. um, we are allowed to feel our anger. Correct. As individuals, right? It's the the next step of that are the actions and the words spoken in anger. Mm -hmm. Now, the fact that we can say that we are aware when we're angry, we need to take a, a, a beat and separate for a minute and go, you know, take the time we need to calm down so that we can come back to one another and work through a thing without our anger being at the forefront um, does not mean one we're perfect at it. You want to know how we got there by realizing that we were acting out in anger and it could potentially damage mm -hmm. our relationship or be unsafe for somebody. Correct. And two, it does not mean that when it's time to do the um, punishment or deal with the anger that we don't, we're not still angry. We're just calmer about it. So I think we say all of that to say, if you are going into the idea of dominance with pent up rage and as a way to deal with your anger that would make me very nervous because do you have the skills to be angry and not be violent in a way that is actually potentially damaging not right. in the potentially damaging as in when we do impact play or when we play in certain ways, there's always the potential of risk and damage. But in that way that you've got enough of a lid on it and, and enough self-control that it you won't get carried away with it. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that I think very few people really have that ability. Are they out there? Absolutely. Yeah. I think they're the exception, not the rule. Now, I don't know this for a fact. I'm hoping somebody who watches this can... Uh, or listens can comment in some way. So maybe this can be verified in some way. I am willing to bet that in some spaces, probably large communities where there's just a lot of people to pull from, there are probably people who have experience with, whether they're um, a pro kinkster, dom or sub, uh, top or bottom, or they're, they just, they've got the experience with it within their community of, working with somebody who is angry or wants to use kink as some kind of outlet to release some of that tension and anger, those people may exist. And if they exist, that is probably an extremely controlled environment. Yeah. And there's probably a lot of vetting and there's a lot of communication and there's just a lot of, a lot of other things mm -hmm. before you ever get to practice either dominance or topping as an outlet for your anger. Right. If that exists at all, I think it's going to be a really rare thing because the inherent danger of that is often going to be too great a risk for most people. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are there angry dominants who got into kink, got into power exchange, they recognized they were angry and in their anger wanted to exert control 
because people are people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that absolutely exists. There's angry submissives too. The caution I have about it, the thing that like, I mean, it makes my butthole just tighten. Just, oh, uh -oh. oh, is the idea of being aware enough, in control enough, knowledgeable enough mm -hmm. to be able to do that in a way that keeps everybody safe. And I, I personally do not believe that that is possible for most people. If you are feeling pent up rage, the thing I would suggest, JB can tell me if he agrees or not, mm -hmm. is to seek out in whatever way is accessible to you, therapeutic help yes. to figure out that what that pent up rage is right. and work through it, deal with it, heal from mm -hmm. it, whatever, whatever it is. Right. Um, you know, we have played, Kayla and I, you know, at times when we have both been stressed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, life throws all kinds of stressors at you. Uh, there are times Kayla has come to me and is like, you know, you're wound pretty tight. Um, I know things have been going on and, you know, let's play. Let's release some of that stress. Mm -hmm. um, even even on her side, there is time she, because of all the things she does, she is our, our home administrator, okay, and takes care of a lot of the details for what, who needs to be where when, <laughs> And, you know, she gets stressed. Nice little spanking kind of releases that. Stress is different than anger. Right. Okay. You know, you, you said it. Um, I'm just going to reiterate it this a little bit. The thing that makes me pause on this is you're not just talking about anger. It, you're talking about pent up rage that takes my breath away that yeah. i want to hug you i'm almost a little right? afraid to hug you but i want to hug you because yeah. something is going on right <laughs> for that and, to be the and, description and, and absolutely you know if it is available to you find someone to talk to about that and we will link to it in the places um there is a site that i found my very first therapist through it's called yes. kink aware professionals it's all kinds of professionals mm -hmm. but i think the most common and the biggest section of that site is um therapists and counselors um yeah. so that if you're kinky you can find somebody they may not be kinky themselves and you'll never know most likely because mm -hmm. you know that gets awkward but they're aware of kink and they respect it so you can maybe find somebody who can you can talk to that you don't have to educate about what the hell bdsm is first because that yeah. that stops a lot of people from going to therapy because it's like wait this the kink side of my life is integral to it Mm -hmm. And to explain what's going on in my head, I need you to understand what life I'm trying to live. And the amount of energy and judgment <laughs> that can occur from having a therapist who does not get yeah. it at all, that's a little too much for some, some folks. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is I think absolutely whatever caused your anger and pent up rage is something you will carry with you through the rest of your life and you can mm -hmm. be a person who had things happen to you in life <laughs> that became anger that you had to deal with and pent up rage that you have to deal with yeah. and you can be a dominant in a power exchanger you can be a kinkster playing out in the wild and be and have that background and have that thing within you and know that about yourself that you get angry easily or that you have a lot of anger to deal with the thing that makes you a would make you a person that would be an air quote the word safe because nothing in bdsm is 100 percent safe right mm -hmm. but air quote safe to play with others or to get into a power exchange is the fact that you acknowledge your anger you are finding ways 
and or have ways to deal with it. Right. And you are not releasing your anger on somebody who didn't cause it. Correct. And when you release your anger, you are doing it in a way that does not harm others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that typically requires therapy, time, hey, might might require medication. I don't know. I don't, not a professional, but like it can require a bunch of different tools. And one of those is knowing your triggers and so that you're not in a kink situation, you get triggered and you don't, you know, you explode in anger. Cause quite mm-hmm. frankly, exploding in anger is just as oftentimes harmful as hitting somebody with a paddle the wrong way or, yeah. you know, or coming at them wrong in, you know, a scene in some way and causing physical injury. Right. So I'm, I'm not, gonna say that i think that it is is risk aware safe whatever word a person wants to use to try to work through your pent-up rage in dominance um my guess is that most of the time there'll probably be exceptions somewhere because there always are most of the time the person who decides to be who is a dominant and is an angry dominant and decides that that's how they're going to like deal with their anger. They are usually more often than not the predator, the abuser, mm-hmm. the one who is not caring as much or more about their submissive or bottom as they do themselves. My view on responsible dominance is that that dominant while they want to have control, they want to have power, they want to be the leader, they want to get what they want to get in whatever kinky way. Yes, to all of that, right? They care as much, if not more, about their submissives, needs, wants, desires, and well-being mm-hmm. as they do themselves. And if what you're dealing with is anger issues that need to be worked through, I don't necessarily believe without a lot of hard work in possibly therapy or, or whatever, that you'll be able to do that safely. Air quote, safely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. the, the unspoken is there's no such mm-hmm. thing as safe, but as safely as possible. I do not believe that that's possible. I, I think if you spoke to any cross section of of dominance and ask them about, you know, how anger plays a part in the lifestyle. I I think resoundingly the answer would be it doesn't. Right. The vast majority of us are going to go, do not play when you're angry. Do not punish when you're angry. Mm -hmm. Do not try to work through intricacies in a power exchange when you're like rageful angry, right? Nope, nope, nope. The vast majority of us are going to go, whoa, uh, you got to go sit with that anger, deal with that anger, calm down, whatever that may Mm -hmm. be and then move forward. So I, my, my media intense reaction is it is it, the worst possible idea to work through anger in BDSM. Yeah. That being said, let me go back to what I said. There may be some communities that have people who are experienced in the therapeutic aspect of kink. Mm-hmm. We probably should have said this at the top, but just as a reminder, kink is not therapy. Correct. It can be therapeutic. So dealing with anger and rage, that calls for therapy. Working through some of those feelings in a physical way might be therapeutic, but it's not going to air quote fix you. I mean, mm-hmm. ooh, big air quotes there. It's not going to make everything better and it's inherently unsafe. So there may be people, professionals or community members who've been in the game a long time and have a lot of experience who maybe in some communities have a thing, but mm-hmm. that's going to be rare. Right. And that's going to be under very controlled circumstances. And in order, I think, probably to prevent somebody who's like got this anger from going off, doing their own thing and then causing harm. So 
ultimately, uh, are there people who get into dominance to deal with their anger? I'm sure there are. Are they safe, reliable doms that, you know, have the trust of their submissives, their partners, the community? Probably not. You're talking about pent up rage and you're an angry person. Work on that anger and where that anger is coming from and what's causing it and how to deal with it. Even if you can never make it fully go away. Let your dominance be something separate so that you can keep yourself and partners safe. Air quote safe. So um, do you have anything else you would add to that? I don't believe so. Yeah, that that's it. Don't please don't do it. Please, please get help with the anger yeah. and let BDSM and dominance be a separate thing. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to this week's Q&A episode. If you want us to answer one of your questions, just use the contact page on our website at lovingbdsm.net or you can find the link in the show notes. Big thanks as always to our kinky community over on Patreon. We're able to do this podcast and keep it going and help kinksters due to your support. If you'd like to be part of our community and get access to extra content and a Discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can do that. Just join us at patreon.com slash That's patreon.com slash or use the link in the show notes.